Welcome to Chapter 21. In Learning Objective 21.1, we're going to determine the tax consequences to the buyer and seller of the disposition of a partnership interest, and we're going to determine both the amount and the character of both the gain or loss recognized. Sellers are primarily concerned about their realized and recognized gain or loss on the sale of their partnership interest, and sellers' debt relief is included in the amount realized from the sale. Now, the buyer's main tax concerns are determining their basis in the partnership interest they're acquiring, as well as the inside bases of the partnership assets. A buyer's outside basis after an acquisition is generally his cost plus his share of partnership liabilities. A buyer's inside basis is generally the same as the seller's inside basis at the time of sale. The sale of a partnership interest does not generally affect a partnership's inside basis. A partnership's tax year does close for the selling partner, but only the selling partner, upon the sale of that partnership interest. Hot assets receive special treatment, and they include both unrealized receivables and inventory items. Unrealized receivables include the rights to receive payment for goods delivered or to be delivered, or services rendered or to be rendered, as well as items that would generate ordinary income had the partnership sold the asset for its fair market value, such as depreciation recapture. There are actually two definitions of inventory items. The first is under Section 751A, which applies to the sales of partnership interests and includes all classic inventory items and assets that are not capital assets or 1231 assets. Now, the second definition of inventory is under 751B. This definition applies primarily to distributions and only includes substantially appreciated inventory. Sellers classify gains and losses from the sale of partnership interests as ordinary to the extent the gain relates to hot assets. Hot assets are also important to determine whether a distribution is proportionate or disproportionate. When a partner sells an interest in a partnership holding hot assets, he modifies his calculation of gain or loss to ensure that the portion that relates to the hot assets will be properly treated as ordinary income. The process for determining gain or loss consists of two steps. Step one, determining total gain or loss, is a function of subtracting amount realized and outside basis. In step two, we calculate the partner's share of gain or loss from hot assets as if the partnership sold these assets at their fair market value. And this will represent the ordinary portion of the gain or loss. So capital gain or loss will represent the difference between the result derived in step one and step two. Let's do example 21-4, which is taken from our textbook. We have our taxpayer, uh, Chans, who sold his interest in CCS to Greg Randall for $100,000 cash on July 2012. As a result, Chans has recognized a gain of $19,000 on the sale, and we want to know what is the character of the gain or loss. Now, the answer will be $5,700 of ordinary income 
and 13,300 of capital gain. Remember, we determined the total gain or loss as 19,000. That was derived earlier in the example in the text at 21-1, which we did not cover in our presentation, but it was 19,000. And we'll then determine the ordinary gain or loss from hot assets. You'll note that the accounts receivable had a basis of zero and a fair market value of 13. So that's ordinary income of 13,000. And our partner, Chan's, had a 30% interest. So 3,900 will be ordinary income. Then we had equipment, which had a basis of 80 and a fair market value of 86. So there was depreciation recapture of 6,000. And Chan's share of that is 30% of 6,000 or 1,800. So our total ordinary income was 5700 So we now know the total gain from step one, which was 19000 and we're going to subtract from it the ordinary income items under section 751A. That's 5700 So the amount of our capital gain is 13300 So to summarize again, the amount of ordinary income is 5700 and the amount of capital gain is 13300 Let's uh, conclude this learning objective with a learning exercise, and it's based on problems 30 and 31 from the textbook. Let's do problem uh, 30 first. Jerry's a 30% partner in the JJM partnership when he sells his entire interest to Lucia for 56000 in cash. Now, at the time of the sale, uh, Jerry's basis in JJM was 32000 and the partnership does not have any debt or any hot assets. So we want to know, what is Jerry's gain or loss on the sale of his interest? Jerry's going to determine his gain or loss as the difference between the amount realized on the sale and the basis in the partnership interest. So we know that the amount realized was cash of 56000 We know the adjusted basis was 32000 So that means the gain recognized on the sale will be the difference, or $24,000. Let's do question 31, which is also derived from our textbook. Joy is a 30% partner in the JOM partnership, and she sells her entire interest to Hope for cash of $72,000. At the time of the sale, Joy's basis in her partnership interest was $44,000, which includes also her $6,000 share of the partnership's liabilities. Now, JOM does not have any hot assets. So our question is, what is Joy's gain or loss on the sale of her interest? Well, Joy is going to determine her gain or loss as follows. The amount realized will represent the sum of cash of $72,000 and debt relief of $6,000, summing to $78,000, less her outside basis in the partnership interest, which is 44000 So the gain will be the difference, or $34,000. This concludes Learning Objective 21-1.